0: Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. I have been in a series currently on this podcast that I've entitled, Who is Jesus? And we've been trying to answer that question from the ultimate source of truth, the Word of God. We have found out that He is the eternally existent God of very God, part of the triune Godhead God the Father, God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. We've discovered that he is the one who came to earth to be born as a human, and so therefore he became fully human while being fully God. We also uh, did a little bit of an exploration, rather, an overview of his earthly ministry, and and saw that uh, he had an extensive earthly ministry, uh, three-plus-year ministry. Today... I would like to answer the question, what is in a name? You know, uh, when I was in high school, I was given a nickname. And, and what happens here in America, I think we tend to put more um, emphasis on nicknames in terms of them um, relating to some aspect of, of ourselves. Um, in other cultures, just the given name many times would, uh, would reflect that person's character. In my case, uh, that nickname given to me in high school not not really a flattering name, uh, was due to the fact that I had a bit of a southern accent uh, got that from my parents who moved uh, up north from the south before I was born, and so Um, living in a home of two Southerners. I picked up a Southern accent, and so in high school they called me Hillbilly. Now, they weren't being mean, but uh, uh, Hillbilly reflected the Southern accent. And I don't mean to, um, I'm, I'm not in any way being uncomplimentary to anybody that's from the South because I personally relate to the South, and even though I was born north of the border, I'm culturally much more a Southerner than I would be a Northerner. So, uh, that name uh, was reflecting a little bit about me. Well, the names and titles of Jesus found in the Word of God reflect who He is and reflect uh, what He does. And, and there are many of them. And I'm going to try to get ten of them in this podcast today. There are many, many more, and I would encourage you to go on a study I would challenge you to go on a study to explore the names of Jesus and and just to see, see how many you can come up with. Well, the first one today that we're looking at is He is called Almighty. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. Actually, there's two, two titles there, Almighty and Alpha and Omega. So, it says, I am the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God, who is and was and who is to come, the Almighty. So, let's start with Almighty. Almighty is a word that simply means all-powerful, all-power, total control, all-sovereign, sovereign God. And Jesus is the all-powerful one. Uh, there, there's there's no question about that. And so that means that uh, He doesn't go somewhere to get more power. You know, uh, I I get weak. I run out of of, of energy. Uh, I need to eat. I need to sleep and rest to to recoup any energy or so-called power that I would have. Um, and and any, I don't have any inherent authority. I have to borrow authority, and the authority that I get comes from God, and com- and and comes from God's word. And so, you know, as a father, I have authority that God has given me. Um, in, in that sense. But um, as a Bible preacher, teacher, uh, the authority that I have is simply in the speaking and teaching of the Word of God. And so it's not my authority. It's borrowed authority. It's from the Word of God. But uh, Jesus doesn't borrow any authority. He doesn't have to ramp up any authority uh, to reinvigorate authority. Uh, Jesus has all All authority. He is the Almighty One. But He's also called the Alpha and Omega. Those were the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. And so, you know, with letters, we can form words. With words, we form sentences. With sentences, we form paragraphs. And with paragraphs, we form chapters and books and stories. And Jesus is the ultimate. A book. He's the ultimate story. He is the he is the total story. Everything begins with him and ends with him. Alpha Omega. Um, he he is not. He has not begun. Uh, he has no beginning. He is the eternally existing God, and he has no end. But everything begins and ends with him. He is the he has the total story. That's Alpha and. And Omega. Then a third one is He is called the author of salvation in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. For it was fitting for Him, speaking of Jesus, for whom are all things and through whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to perfect the author of their salvation through sufferings. and so uh, there, Jesus is called the author of salvation. Look, um, salvation comes fr- from Jesus Christ. It, it uh, pleased the Father, uh, God Almighty, the Father, God the Father, uh, in his plan that Jesus, his son, would would come to earth and live a sinless life in order that he could be the perfect, unblemished sacrifice, and that he would sacrifice himself uh, to pay for the sins of many, and so that uh, sins could be forgiven and and men and women could be restored in their relationship to Almighty God and so uh, he is the author of our salvation, uh, no one else but Jesus Christ uh, in John chapter six verses thirty five and forty eight Jesus says, "I am the bread of life. Bread is that most basic uh, uh, substance that that we need to to uh, exist on to to live on and Jesus said, "I am the bread of life and and he is uh, the very Uh, basis of what we need to exist not only physically but spiritually and he offers us uh, eternal life and and he is the bread that satisfies that satisfies completely then the fifth uh, name title that uh, we find is he is called in first peter chapter five verse four he is called the chief shepherd And there in that uh, passage, the Apostle Peter is, is addressing the elders, the pastors, the leaders of the church... And those leaders are, are shepherds of the sheep. They, they're the ones that, that lead uh, the flock of the Lord Jesus Christ. They have the responsibility to, to feed the flock, the word of God, and to lead by example. They have the responsibility to take uh, charge over, to to uh, govern the flock of the Lord Jesus Christ. But they are under shepherds because there is a chief shepherd. Jesus is the chief pastor the chief one who feeds the chief one who leads and so uh, the church the sheep should only follow the under shepherds as they follow the chief shepherd and that's what Jesus is and then the sixth one that I would bring to you is he is called the head of the church in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 23 also in Colossians chapter 1 verse 18 Jesus is called the head of the church Um, he uh, related uh, the church to his body. We are his body, uh, made up of many different parts, but uh, he is the head of the body. You and I both know that uh, in the head, uh, physically speaking, is the brain, and, and the brain is the great uh, operational center and controls everything that goes on in, in the body. It, it, it is a, it's a wonderful thing. Um, and Jesus controls everything that goes on in the body. He is He is the head. He is the authority. Uh, he is the one that um, that that leads the church. And He said, "I will build my church." And so He is called the head of the church. Then the f- seventh one is He is called. I am in Exodus chapter 3 verse 14 there that title was found and that's when Moses saw the burning bush and and God identified himself as 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 I am and uh, Jesus in John chapter 8 verse 58 said before Abraham was I am. He didn't use that term by mistake. That was uh, perfe- purposely used, and, and the religious leaders around there, they understood it, and, and they were angry. They were incensed. They they thought he was blaspheming, feming, making himself God, but he wasn't blaspheming. He is God, God, a very God. He is the eternal I am. Uh, he, um, as one uh, old pastor said, he's not the, the I was uh, and he's not the I will be. He is the eternal I am. In other words, he lives above time. Time is his creation. Uh, and he is not bound by time. He's the eternal I am. Uh, The eighth term I'll give you is called the Lamb of God in John chapter 1, verses 29 and 36. When uh, John the Baptist looked up and saw Jesus coming, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Lamb. You know, uh, in the Old Testament, uh, the people sacrificed an unblemished lamb, a lamb that had no spots or blemishes, uh, and the, the lamb was sacrificed for their sins. Uh, And that was just merely a type. It was merely a shadow of the real thing to come, a type of the real one to come. And that real one was truly the true, unblemished, spotless, sinless uh, Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, who was offered as a sacrifice for our sins. Those other lambs, they couldn't satisfy. Many of them died. Many, many. Thousands and thousands and thousands of lambs were sacrificed. Never fixed sin problem but when jesus came the lamb of god one time he died and took care of sin and then the ninth title is he said he was the light of the world in John chapter 8 verse 12. Light brings truth, light exposes darkness. Uh, a light brings hope and Jesus is the light of the world and he said that we are lights in the world and and his light shines out through us. And then the 10th one quickly is he called he was called the mediator in 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5. And um, as mediator, he is the one and only go-between between between sinful man and holy God. He is the one that, That pleads our case. He is the one that brings us to the Father. He is our mediator. Well, there are so many other titles and names of Jesus. I hope you just got a taste of it today and you understand. And I hope that this will encourage you and spur you on to look for more of those names and titles because there are many, many more. I just got, it wasn't even a drop in the bucket today. I challenge you to spend some time looking. Until next time, God bless.